0: In real estate, there's so much glitz and glam and we focus on the next new shiny thing. And the fact is, you can perfect as you go and you can grow your business. We're all going to evolve in this business and grow, right?
1: Welcome to the Realtors Conspiracy Podcast, where we are dedicated to unraveling the secrets to real estate success. I'm your host, Maud Leger, and each week we bring you insights from top realtors, entrepreneurs and innovators sharing their success stories, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Join us every Monday for a new episode and discover how to crack the code to success and take your real estate business to the next level. Don't miss out on the opportunity to unlock your potential. This week, I'm speaking with Natalie Hashcat from Coldwell Banker. Natalie excels in nurturing her sphere of influence and offering a remarkable real estate experience to her clients by implementing effective processes and checklists for a consistent approach get ready to be inspired motivated and equipped with invaluable insights from natalie's journey to win more listings and grow the real estate game let's get to my chat with natalie this podcast is sponsored by sold right away the experts in real estate marketing you work hard selling real estate we work hard selling you from listings to branding sold right away has you covered for all your real estate marketing needs visit sold Hi, Natalie. Thanks for joining us on the episode today and tell us what is the key to your success?
0: Well, Mode, as you know, there is no linear path to success. Um, so I think when there have been bumps in the road and setbacks, uh, my tenacity has been really important. I think being consistent and being authentic to who I am. And lastly, I would probably say is that I'm a people person and this is most certainly a people business.
1: Yes, that's so true. I love it. How does your tenacity and your consistency show up for you on a daily basis? You know, in
0: business or in personal life, I think that nothing is going to run smoothly or as planned. So I think you just need to expect that there's going to be bumps in the road. And just, you know, keeping those horse blinders on so that you can move forward in your trajectory is really important. Mm -hmm. Um, And consistency, I think, is important, you know, on my end and for the client's sake.
1: Yeah, that's true. I love it. What would you say in your career so far would be the most impactful thing that you have implemented that brought you success?
0: Most impactful thing that I've implemented? Um, I would probably say my checklist and my system. So everyone who knows me knows I'm very A-type. I have checklists all over my house. But I think for me, that makes that uh, make sure that you know I'm consistent in my business. It also makes sure that I don't miss anything. And on the client side, it makes it for a consistent experience. And, you know, let's be honest, when it comes to buying and selling, it's not just about buying or selling a home. It is really about the, you know, experience that they deserve and the lifestyle that they desire.
1: Yeah, I love that. That's so cool. Having those checklists and those processes gives you the consistency, but also to your clients. Definitely. Yeah, so they can refer you and tell everybody how awesome you are, because no matter who they refer, it's the same experience.
0: You know, that's the goal, right? I think any business consistency is just key.
1: Yeah. And then that keeps you accountable. So how would you feel like, how would you describe that accountability for yourself and for your clients through those processes?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's important, right? I mean, the last thing you want to do is ever miss a step, especially when it comes to liability in this industry. It's huge, right? So making sure that I'm accountable, this is the biggest investment that people are making. So I have to make sure I'm bringing my A game every day.
1: Yeah, that's very cool. And what's the one thing you've learned that gives you success or happens to be your non-negotiable for you that you have to do that you will never let go?
0: Oh, there's a lot of things mode, but I think in this industry specifically, it's blocking out personal time for me. Um, when you are in a business that, you know, is 24-7, making sure that you make appointments with yourself, right? Um, I wouldn't just not show up to an appointment with my client. And so I take my own personal commitments, you know, very, very um, um, importantly. I, I want to make sure I hit my workouts and family events and any social events. So just blocking that time out.
1: Yeah. And then if um, you keep yourself accountable that way as well, like having your time for yourself, for your family. It- yeah. And I,
0: I think it's nice too in advance just to block your day out, you know, knowing when you're doing prep and, you know, knowing your personal time and things like that. And then your, for your clients, it's just nice to look at your calendar and see it time blocked.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. How would you uh, describe part of your time block and building your business, what would be like lead generating activities that you do or that you focus on for your business?
0: Well, I've done everything. Um, I would say, though, to not bite off more than you can chew. And that's what a lot of realtors do. So focusing on one tactic at a time, we get really excited and you want to do it all right. You want to do direct mail with postcards, you want to do door knocking um, and all of these things. But I think trying to commit to one and doing it for a period of time and tracking that to see if there was a return on investment is key. Um, So, you know, for me, I've done it all. But I will be honest, what really seems to be um, the success behind my business is my sphere of influence. And it's nurturing my sphere of influence, right? Um, Most of my business is repeat and referral. So for me, that's where I put my focus.
1: Yeah, it brings you back to your consistent experience that you're offering to your clients. Absolutely. What are day-to-day things that you do to nurture your sphere of influence?
0: Oh, lots of things. So I usually start my day off with emails, follow-up calls, um, lots of marketing and social media, right? Just always being in front of people, making sure people remember you and don't forget who you are. Um, education is huge for me. So I've taken my social media platform and educating the general population is something that is really important to me. And so,
1: you know, that's what I'm focusing on. Yeah. And where do you get education for yourself or your personal growth? Where do you look for?
0: Oh, lots of places. So um, my brokerage puts on a lot of lunch and learns as an example. Uh, The real estate board that I'm part of has many different courses that um, you can attend. And then I personally do a lot of online stuff with online coaches and different Facebook groups. Um, those are nice because you, know, you can sign on and you can do those virtually. Yes. Um, and lastly, I mean, we have seminars and annual conferences. So you know, just making sure that you can attend as much of those things as possible.
1: Yeah, I love it, being a sponge for knowledge.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. And I mean, this industry is forever changing, right? There's always new things being implemented. Um, so just making sure that you're staying on top of that is really important. And if all you take away is one key thing, you know, you've won in my opinion.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then it's, it brings it back to your clients. So I love it. It's so focused. Always. <laughs> nice. And then I, when thinking of marketing and advertising, cause you do a lot of social media, um, what would be the thing that helps you win more listings or attract more people, uh, from your marketing efforts?
0: My marketing efforts have really changed over the year. I think when I started to focus on looking at it through the lens of a buyer and seller, that changed for me. You know, it's one thing to get out there and post your souls in your open houses. But you have to remember how your target audience audience is projecting that and how they're receiving the information. So making sure that you're speaking in layman's terms, assuming they know nothing about the industry or the process of buying and selling. So I've really taken the time to think about topics that the general public might not know about and just breaking it down into simple terms and steps for people.
1: That's really cool. Yeah. Sometimes we assume people know the terms and things uh, in our industry, so I'm glad you're doing that. That's awesome. Thank you. What's the feedback from people regarding your videos? Do they love it? Do they come back with you with ideas or more topics?
0: Yeah, you know what, I have a lot of engagement on social media, which I think is really cool, because to me, I get excited when people are commenting, taking my polls and DMing me. So, you know, I've had people and I've I've certainly done stories where I've asked people what they want to hear about. Um, Feedback has been great. You know, I think when I got into the business, what I saw was a lot of realtors in their listing videos. And for me that's just not where my heart was i wanted to be really authentic and i wanted to do video but i just didn't know what i wanted to do or how i wanted to do it so i was strategic i took my time entering the video world but i entered differently and so you know there's going to be some people where it's not for them and other people where they're like yeah she's doing something different and that's cool
1: yeah i love it it's it's being ahead of the industry or innovating in that way always Yeah. with the technology changing actually in the real estate industry how do you uh incorporate new ideas other than like social media videos that help you stay competitive
0: well you know we don't have a crystal ball right and people always want to ask us you know what we are forecasting in the market and listen if we knew believe me my house would be projected at millions and you know we'd be on top of it So there's some things that we don't know, but there's also things that, you know, we can foreseeably see down the line. And I think when you have an idea and you can look at statistics and trends like historical data, you'll have an idea of like, you know, how the flow of buyers markets and sellers market work and, you know, that you don't stay in one for a prolonged period of time and they all ebb and flow. And so you can you you can kind of set your clients up for that. Um, letting them know that, you know, it might not be ideal to, you know, wait, and they should buy or sell now things like that. And I think just being unique, right, you don't always have to follow the herd. Sometimes taking the risk and doing things different can be the thing that really breaks you into your industry and sets you apart.
1: This is such, such great input. I love it. It's very Thank smart. You. <laughs> What's the best advice you've ever received? Oh, my gosh, there
0: has been so much advice that I was given in the beginning of my career. And to be honest, um, I think the best advice I was given is that in real estate, there's so much glitz and glam, and we focus on the next new shiny thing. And the fact is, you can perfect as you go and you can grow your business. We're all going to evolve in this business and grow, right? But you need to focus on just getting your first deal. If you can get your first deal the energy and the momentum that comes from that just snowballs and your business takes off.
1: Nice, I love it. That's really cool for new realtors right now, even like struggling or not knowing where to go. I think that's a good push. Thank you. How did you get your first listing?
0: Oh, my first listing was actually, uh, let me see here. How did I get my first listing? My sphere of influence. I can actually, I remember the house now and the people. So it was a friend of mine in my sphere of influence who referred me to their friend. And it was my first listing on the mountain. So that's why, you know, sphere of
1: influence is so important, right? Yeah. Yeah. Focus on it and nurture it. Nurturing the experience, all of that is so cool. Yes. How would you describe your success mantra in one sentence? What is success for you?
0: Success for me, well, I mean, I think people define success so differently. Um, For me, it would be the same personally and professionally. I want to impact as many people as I can in my lifetime and leave a legacy behind.
1: Thanks, impact is such a great word. It's so cool. Yeah, Yeah,
0: helping people is key, right? And like, just knowing that you were able to impact them in some ways, small or large, it just, it really hits home for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. What are you looking forward to in this market right now with the way things are going and now until the end of the year, I guess?
0: You know, like I said, we're not gonna be in this position forever, right? So I'm hopeful for myself and my clients knowing that, you know, all things will change and nothing lasts forever. So I think we're gonna be in a better place in the last quarter. And certainly I think we're gonna see a lot more of balance in uh, next year in 2024. So, you know, I, I'm just staying hopeful for everybody right now.
1: I love it, it's amazing. Where do we find you on social media, your handle and or your website?
0: So you can find me on Instagram at the TheRealNat and my website is realnat.ca
1: amazing thank you so much for sharing all of this with other realtors new realtors you had some great advice for everyone i think uh everybody's gonna love it
0: thanks so much much for your time it was great seeing you
1: again thanks for tuning in if you enjoyed this episode and want to uncover more secrets to real estate success be sure to tune in to other episodes and if you know someone who could benefit from it please share it and help spread the word Together, let's unlock the potential to real estate success.